it enhances our Kabbalah Satara. In addition, it's an opportunity to be with Rebbeim. Being with Rebbeim outside of the formal context of Yeshiva. Why is that important? Because, um, number one, we want to enhance our relationships with, with our Rebbeim. We want to be able to have a more open relationship. But I think more fundamentally, Gemara in several places talks about Shimush Tamli Chachamim. To, to, you, to be around, to in service of... Now, service of doesn't mean bring the Rashiva a cup of water, although they might appreciate that. But Shemesh Tamil the Gemara often describes, and the Rishonim describe, as that's what Gemara is. Gemara is Shemesh Tamil Chachamim. What does that mean, Shemesh Tamil Chachamim? It means understanding, understanding the inner workings of Tamil Chachamim, seeing how they, they act and react and interact not simply with the Gemara and the Talmidim when they're sitting perfectly in Shira, as everyone always is, um, but it means in life. There, there's, there's a way to analyze a Gemara, there's a way to analyze a news report, there's a way, there's a way to, to eat in the Chadarachal, there's a way to go on a Teal. All these things, we're trying to get a Torah Hashkafa, a Torah approach to these things. You can't do that if you're simply here. So a second element that we're trying to develop in terms of the the teal is chavra both in terms of the, amongst the talmidim that enhances our kabbalah satara, but as well b- b- between the talmidim and the rebbeim that shimush talmidim chamim. The gemara even says that shimush talmidim chamim is greater than the learning from the from the talmidim chamim. So if if the learning is so important to us, well, wouldn't the shimush talmidim chamim seeing the rebbeim outside of the context be even greater to us? We should probably invest in that somehow. Look at that. We have a teal. Third. There's a Mishnah in Pirkei Avos. If you can't find it, then we'll just say it outside. If you're walking on the road, and you're learning, and then you stop learning, how beautiful is this tree? It's as if you're Chayv Misa. How beautiful the tree. Nature. So, so what's what's wrong with that? What's what's wrong with nature? Isn't that what the teal is? Kasha. A lot of kashas on the teal. Um, <laughs> so I saw once um, the Chavetz Chaim had a beautiful mashal to explain this Mishnah. He said, "Imagine you have someone comes from a small town hundred years ago, and he comes to the big city, and he sees every time there's a fire." They give a clock on the on, on, on a on a big piece of metal or something like that, on a ring, and all the firefighters come, all the volunteer firefighters come. They come running every time. They're doing whatever they're doing. It's like Hatzalah nowadays. They're, they're in the middle of davening, they're putting their kids to sleep. You get the call right away, everyone comes. Beautiful. No more fires, no, no more destruction. Whole towns just get wiped out because of fire. Now we solve the whole problem. So this person from a small village says, we need this in my town. So he goes as he's leaving the big city to, go, to come back home, and he <coughs> goes, stops by, says, where do you get such a ring like that, that you bang on it, and the firefighters come, oh, we'll sell you one, we'll make you one. Sure, great. So he schleps it all the way home, puts it up in the town square, a couple days after arriving, firing the town. So what does he do? Runs to the square, bangs, bangs, bangs. What happened? No one comes. So I don't understand what happened. When I go to the big city, you bang it one, once or twice, and the whole thing floods with volunteer firefighters. And all of a sudden, here, the whole town almost burned down. So what happened? Chafetz Chaim says, he didn't understand the whole backstory here. He saw the finished product. There was a whole system that was put into place. 
when you hear the sound, that, that's when the fi- volunteer firefighters come. Who are the volunteer firefighters? Who does what? Who brings the water? Who, who schleps? Who pours it on? Who? There's a whole system in place. But all you see is the final product. And this guy thought, if I just take the final product, well, that'll be it. Says the Chavzayim, that's the problem with, with, with this, that's the problem in terms of this Mishnah. If a person looks at nature and says, wow, nature is beautiful, but you don't understand the whole backstory. You don't understand the inner workings of nature. You don't understand how Kaddish Baruch created the world and, and everything that went into that. Well, then that's terrible because you have divorced nature from Hashem. But if a person says, wow, isn't it beautiful to see Hashem in the context of nature? The Raman says, how do you come to Avas Hashem to feel this burning love for Hashem? You look at nature. Oh, so how, how, could, how, could the Raman, how could the Raman square off with this Mishnah? That's exactly the point. Depends what you're looking at. Are you looking simply at the final product? Well, then you're a fool. You're like, you're like that village person. Well, of course, you, of course no one's going to come. No one knows the backstory. You haven't laid the groundwork. But if you lay the groundwork for understanding nature, well, then it's beautiful to see how Hashem, Hashem unfold in nature. So, I think this is part of what we're trying to develop in terms of a teal, in terms of a yeshiva experience. We're trying to experience Hashem in the world. We're trying to develop Avas Hashem in the world. How are we going to do that? The Ram talks about Avas Hashem in nature if we sit in the base mattress all day. We have to have that experience of going outside and we have to have that experience of not just looking at nature as the finished product, but we're looking at the whole, the whole backstory. Part of what we're doing in learning Gemara is learning not to just look at what's at the surface, but dive beneath the details. Let's see, figure out, think about uh, what, do we, what do we do every day in Gemara. How do we get to this point of the Mishnah? Well, there was a half a and there was a maskan, and there was a kash, and there was a teret. That's what Gemara learning is. Not just to take, it, take, take for granted the final product, but look at the whole development that, that's got all the way through. So we need to do that in nature also, because that's how Hashem un- uh, reveals Himself to us as well. That, that, that's another element, Hashem in nature. Uh, another advantage of the Tiwa is a pasuk we say in creation every day. You'll teach. You have to have divritar while you're walking. That's what the words say. <coughs> now, if you sit in the base mandrash all day, how would you ever fulfill that? In one of the seminaries where I teach, the uh, the head of the seminary has lots of uh, interesting acronyms. We can try and go over those another time. Um, but one of the things he pushes the girls to have is what he calls PDT. Pocket divritara. You have to have a pocket divritara at all times. Whenever, whenever someone comes up to you, you got a divritara for this? Are you ready to say something? Yeah, you got a pocket divritara. It's always with me. Tara is not something which is confined to one place and one, and, and one moment. It's something which permeates our entire lives. It's, it needs to be something which goes out with us. Uh, I remember hearing that when the Gosh Yeshiva was being built, the building was being built, uh, so they brought the the plans. The architect, I guess, brought the plans to. I think it must have been Rav Amital, Shiva, and just as a kavod, you know, here we'll show the Shiva what we're doing. He doesn't know anything about this, but let's just let's just show him, just to you know, he's spending all this money. So Rav Amital looked at the plans. Very nice, very nice. He said, "Where are the windows?" They said, "Oh, I'm so glad you asked." We put the windows so high up here, very little windows, because what happens if there's people in the street, there's an ice cream truck walking by, driving by, the guys are going to all clamor by the windows. They're going to get so distracted. So we put very little windows, I think, at the top, something like that. Ramita said, no, scrap the whole thing. 
what do you mean? What, what do you care? Light, there'll be plenty of light. We have a, 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 a light like here. What's the problem? So Rav Amitav said that Torah is not something which is meant to be confined to the ivory tower. It doesn't just stay in. He wanted the building to reflect that. That light needs to, that, that the windows need to be in such a way that the guys learning the base magic should feel that the Torah that we're learning does not stay here, but it comes out with us. That's Uvalech Dechavaderach. That wherever we're going, we're taking Divrei Torah with us. I would, you know, humbly suggest that um, the office forgot one thing on the packing list. Svarim. Divrei Torah. It doesn't say that anywhere on the packing list. Uvalech Dechavaderach. It's a pasuk. We've got to add it. Okay, someone, someone will go after it and we'll amend it in the office and we'll just write it. Uvalech Dechavaderach. One other element to uh, highlight in terms of the Tila. Which also has to do with derech. It's interesting, to the best of my knowledge, but again, you'll see why uh, my, my knowledge might be faulty. The Rambam never paskins, and the Shulchan Aruch also, never paskins that there's an obligation to know Kolo Terakula. The Baltani says that. So maybe if you're, you're you know, inclined towards Chabad, then you have such an obligation. But the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch never say that you are obligated to know the entirety of Torah. The Rambam and, and the Shulchan Aruch do not, um, you know, push learning under the rug and say, well, you just learn a little bit here and there. You go to Dafyomi, maybe sleep through Dafyomi. So I don't understand. So what's the place of learning? If isn't it isn't our goal to know everything? So I think that what the Rambam is um, driving at there is that when it comes to learning, it's almost it's equally or almost more important the derech that we are on as opposed to the goal we get to. You have to be on a derech. You have to be moving in the direction in, 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 the world of, in the world of learning, and I think in Avodah Hashem as well. You have to be moving. It's not simply about did I get there or not. It's the way in which I get there. This is what our Gemara learning is. Wouldn't it be much simpler just to have what's the din, what's the din, what's the din? Forget Havamina Maskana, forget Ibai Seima, I need two answers to something. Why? Just give, 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 me, give me one answer. It's about, it's about the derech. It's about the, the path that I take to get there. Um, we even have this in the way we talk. When we say someone was formerly religious, what do we say? They're off the derech. Why is it the derech? Why aren't they on, why aren't they on the Torah life? That's what Torah life is. Torah life means it's a, it's a derech. You have to be moving. The Chavos Levavos, the Sefer Chinuch, says in a number of places, that our hearts and our minds follow our actions. So if we go on a teal and we're walking on the derech, well then maybe we'll have in our mindset a little bit more to be on the derech. We're moving always. The point of the teal is not to get as fast as you can from point A to point B. It's to be on the derech. It's to be part of, part of the process. All the way through. We need to feel that process, not just how could I get from point A to point B. There's a lot faster ways than going on the hike. Many faster ways. But that's not the point. The point is not to the fastest way, it's to go the whole way. Just one other element which I think is related to this in Derech as well. Um, this I heard from Rabbi Surah Reisman, one of the great um, Rashi Shiva and Rabbanim in America. So Rabbi Reisman quoted a Grah. Grah says that there are three elements necessary to come to Eretz One is preparation to leave Chutzlaretz. One is um, actually traveling towards Eretz Yisrael, and third is arriving in Eretz Yisrael. 
So Seder of Reisman, really you only need two and three. You really only need the process of moving towards Eretzrael and to arrive in Eretzrael. What do you need this whole preparation to leave Chutzaretz for? That's actually technically not necessary. You could go without that. So what Rav Reisman suggested is that it's important to know beyond the journey and it's important to know what's in your rearview mirror. What did I turn my back from? He quoted, um, I think it was Rav Hutner. Rav Hutner, one Shavuos night, walked into a base medrash and saw you know, a whole base medrash full of guys learning and he said, wow, unbelievable. He said, I have no doubt in my mind they're headed towards Har Sinai. He said, but I don't know, what did they put behind them? Or did they put anything behind them yet? Meaning, the whole life and the whole distractions and the whole world that we have around us, is that behind them? Or are they schlepping that along with them, Tarsina? That's what that's what I'm saying. So, Seder of Reisman, when you, when you come to Eretzrael, he, Reisman is a big Zionist in his own way, um, he said, when you come to Eretzrael, you have to know what you're, what are you looking behind you? We all have lives, we all have distractions, we're, we're coming towards something. I think that's true when we come to Eretz Israel. I think that's an Eretz Israel experience. I think that's particularly a yeshiva experience. And even more so, that's a teal experience. However, we're going in water. The water will be, Rabbi Lerner told us, up to here, up to here, up to here, up to here, up to here. That means no phones. That means you can't have your phone with you, by definition. Unless you want to try it and say, my phone lasts through water, but no one's going to try that. So what are we going to do with the phones then? We're going to leave them somewhere else. Look at that. We're going to put things behind us. We're going to be walking on a derech and we're not going to have the phones with us because we can't. I'm sure the, the Rebbeim will um, tell, tell me even more, but I remember you know, when I came to Eretz Israel, no, no smartphones, barely internet. You know, the, the, the connection between where you came from and where you were presently was severed to a degree. I'm sure the, the Rebbeim will tell us that they were severed a, a little bit more. You know, phone calls home every once in a while, the Asimon. Um, but, you know, we have to look at the reality where we are. You know, a person walks into the base medrash in Beit HaKaram, and they've got a phone in their pocket or in their room. It's, you're right back, you're, you're right back where, where you left. So go, going back to Rafutner's question, we're certainly on our way to something, we're certainly on our marching towards Aksinah. What do we put in our rearview mirror? So maybe, 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 part of the Tiyul experience, that moment or those hours where we don't have the phone because we can't, we're definitively saying, let's, let's put something in our rearview mirror. Let's, let's march forward towards our Kabbalah Torah, towards our Bentar lifestyle, but, and, but we won't have those phones weighing us down, so to speak. So maybe let's just summarize to say what we spoke about. Five, five elements which I think the teal serves to highlight our yeshiva experience and enhance and enrich our, our time in yeshiva. Number one, Eretz Israel. We want to connect to Eretz Israel. Number two, camaraderie. That's between the guys. That's part of our Kabbalah's Torah. As well as between the Rebbeim, Shimush Tamil That's even greater than the learning from the Rebbeim. A third element <coughs> we spoke about, Hashem in nature. Seeing Hashem not divorced from nature, but as the driving force of nature. That is what Raman describes as uh, generating our avas, uh, our avas Hashem. Uh, and then we talked about two elements of derech. Derech in terms of derech. Torah is not something which stays in here. We take Torah with us. We have to put that on the, on the packing list. And finally, the fact that we're always moving, just like we're learning the Gemara. We always want to move forward. It's not just about getting to that end point and make sure we're moving forward and what do we have in our uh, rear view mirror. So perhaps if we have all of those things, when you're the the 
uh, yeshiva teal will not just be, well, a break from yeshiva, but it will really be an enhancement of the goals that we're trying to do in the yeshiva experience, even though we will be sacrificing, so to speak, um, some of the skill learning that we're... That we're that, that we signed up for, I guess. But in Yerush Hashem, that'll be a pleasant experience and an enriching experience for all of us.